0: what up everybody give me a thumbs up if you can hear me we're live today we are discussing the rivian ipo we're going to watch this as it closes Um, Right now, we've got Rivian just under $100 a share. This is the day many of us have been waiting for uh, to see, uh, you know, big Tesla fan. Obviously, Tesla's my biggest investment. Obsessed with the EV revolution, how we're going to be electrifying transportation. Um, This Rivian IPO marks a huge sort of historical moment in this process. Um, Rivian has been highly anticipated in their IPO in development for about 10 years, um, bringing these electric pickup trucks to market. Um, This is their investor relations. Let me see if I can get some cool cool pictures of the trucks for y'all, you know? Okay, so these are their product. The Electric Adventure Vehicle, Um, Rivian, has only delivered a handful of these. And we're going to get into how many they've delivered in a second. But despite delivering only a handful of these cars, being an idea, being a cool website, um, they are valued at about $100 billion, which is insane. Like Just to put this in context, um, about two years ago, Tesla delivering about 100,000 cars valued about $35 billion. So We've seen Bitcoin soar, we've seen Tesla stock soar um, in this COVID pandemic it's, and, and just peak inflation in the US. It seems like every asset is overpriced, but I would say Rivian is going insane. Um, I, I personally, just in kind of documenting historically, like, i'm not touching this ipo i think rivian's an amazing company they've got a cool product that looks like it has potential but this is still a startup that has yet to do any of the hard work and they're being valued given a lot of credit for a lot of execution they haven't done so i think the stock is super duper overvalued cool company but extremely overvalued stock and so we're going to get into this in a second but um i just kind of have this up because that was cool to watch um, and see what happened here. It popped super high at the open. So they price this IPO at $78. So just a little bit of flavor of what happens here. They're pricing the IPO right around here. This is where it was priced, $78. And so that's essentially what, you know, all these insiders and the bankers get uh, shares at. It's kind of a messed up system. And then it opens to the public and the public gets to buy it after the IPO pops. So they try and price in an IPO pop when a company trades, this is all normal, um, and the IPO pop for Rivian was pretty strong, huge demand. So as you can see, open at 110, spiked up here to about 120, um, and then has come down to about 99, but still up about 28% from where they originally priced this stock. So I would say, all in all, this is an incredible success for Rivian the company. Congrats to them. Um, they just raised about 10 billion dollars, I believe, and with the the follow-on offering. Rivian's going to get like $12 billion in their bank account for this. So that's going to give them a ton of ammo to go out and achieve their mission. Um, but I would not be touching the stock at all at these prices. Um, I think it's incredibly overvalued. Now let's talk about why. So this is their S1 filing, um, and I can, uh, there's a link to this in the description of the video if you want to follow along. This is the document that Rivian filed when they IPO to go through all of their information. If you haven't, see, everyone who's buying Rivian stock today, I doubt they've read this. Like, if you're going to buy, you got to know what you buy. Um, you know, if you've never driven a Rivian car, if you've never seen one in person um, and you're buying a stock, I at least hope you've read their uh, IPO filing. So in this filing, they say, um, at, and so it's, it's so fascinating because Rivian is, is IPOing just at the second as they start production here. Um, literally, like barely any cars have been produced. The only people who are getting the Rivians are either a couple YouTube influencers to make videos or, or early employees. Right now, Rivian is only delivering cars to super early employees, beta cars. So you have this $100 billion company, all this hype, massive IPO, massive distraction. Meanwhile, you're also at the most critical moment of your EV startup, which is initial customer deliveries and initial production ramp. So if we want to hone in on these numbers, uh, R1 platform consumer vehicle, R1T, as of September, they have produced 12 Uh, 12 vehicles as of September, but as of October, they produced 180 and delivered 156. So in the month of October, we're looking at production about 170 units, uh, 150 deliveries. I'm going to say those are pretty much all to early employees, but it's still fascinating to see that. That's honestly like, it's funny because we saw these articles come out and I know I'm drinking an unsustainable coffee cup, but this is art. It's a metaphor for the the unsustainable price of Rivian right now. So but anyway, the point is, uh, everyone's coming out these articles, they're like, oh my god, Rivian's only building two cars a day. I heard that news, I was like, wow, that was way better than I was expecting. If they can be two cars a day already, that's great, you know? Getting to just a thousand units a year of production of a good product is extremely hard. So um I thought this was the most interesting, you know, out of all the homework you can do on Rivian, how many cars have they produced? About 180. So um, and they're guiding for, by the end of Q4, to have uh, produced about 1,200 R1Ts, 25 of the R1S, uh, and deliver approximately 1,015 vehicles by the end of the year. So um, we haven't seen any revenue come in or any gross margin come in. We've only seen the losses. But it looks like Rivian is on track to deliver about 1,000 vehicles. Okay, let's get a Rivian stock check real quick. Wow, the stock's going up. Interesting. Also, leave it in the comments. Did you buy Rivian stock? Um you know what i I don't know i'm just really curious um zach and jesse from now you know still don't have an email about when they're getting their truck and their early buyers so i don't know i would so and i've made a lot of videos about my my opinions on rivian stock here but i think the gist of of rivian stock here is um now that you're public now that you're so-called what's called price for perfection Um, you have a massive pressure to deliver on customer deliveries. And I've been hearing a little bit between the lines on like the testing that Rivian's doing for their chargers, for their battery packs. It just sounds like this company is incredibly rushed. They have so much pressure on them, so much scrutiny, so much financial pressure to raise the billions, to raise 12 billion, to have a successful IPO, so much pressure to start these customer deliveries. I've heard they're cutting corners a little bit, and I think there's so much scrutiny. And the risk-reward, the reason why I would never buy this stock now, um, and I think it's extremely overvalued, and I think it's going to dip, And then find its bottom, and then sort of you know we'll see if they can succeed and emerge from the ashes. Um, That's what happens with a lot of IPOs. You have what's called the lockup expiration. A lot of the insiders who weren't able to sell all these VC firms, Amazon, T Rowe Price, who've been pumping up Rivian, they want to cash out, and so they're going to cash out over the next six months. When that's done, they're allowed to cash. Right now, they're not allowed to cash out. It's only people buying. So the supply and demand. Is sort of skewed because a lot of the supply is restricted the demand is super inflated so that's why you're seeing this IPO pop that's why i think we're seeing you know irrational movement in the in the fundamental valuation of Rivian because this there's a huge supply and demand imbalance and i think the the demand for the stock isn't thinking through the math of the valuation because Yes, everything's going electric. Yes, the opportunity is huge, but Rivian is five to seven years away from filling this valuation. Like, you have to buy in and think about a a price. What price would I consider buying Rivian? $5 a share, $5 billion. And I still think that's probably a massive overvaluation. Like, when I was buying Tesla stock, this is how old I am, right? Like, I'm buying Tesla stock like eight years ago when they're at three or four billion market cap and they're delivering 20,000 cars. So Tesla's on the cusp of delivering 20,000 cars and they're valued at 3 to 4 billion. Rivian is 3 years away from delivering 20,000 cars and they're worth 100 billion. So this is just I'm and I feel like a lot of people know that but it's just to put in context. I feel like there's two groups of people who are analyzing Rivian. The people who have analyzed the numbers and think it's extremely overpriced but love what they're doing and wouldn't touch it and the people who are buying it have not looked at any numbers. I have not seen one valuation with numbers behind it that justifies this price per Rivian unless you go out until the year 2027. And so if you're buying Rivian stock today, you gotta understand that. So let's look what you're actually buying right now. Because I think this is pretty funny. So when you're actually buying Rivian stock, you are buying this is their this is the financials we have Rivian. They have no revenue. They just have losses. As you can see their losses here, uh what are we looking at? Let me get this to I think it's like 570 million. So Rivian is burning about 570 million a quarter. So Rivian's in this interesting cat and mouse game where they're going to need to keep their equity price high because they're going to need to raise billions. They have 12 billion. That sounds like a lot. They're going to burn through this rapidly. They're already burning almost a billion a quarter. This is just operating income. They're burning even more than this. They're going to burn about a billion a quarter. Then they're going to go over a billion a quarter in burn rate. And so they have, you know, I would say about 10 quarters of cash on hand. That's two and a half years. But then they're going to already have to be thinking about raising more cash. So when you buy Rivian today, you're assuming $100 billion valuation with a lot of dilution ahead to support all of these losses. And what I thought was so interesting is Tesla has about $1.5 billion of operate of operating expenses a quarter. Rivian has about $500 million. So Rivian is like a third of the size of Tesla in terms of expenses or so, um, maybe a little bit less but yet is delivering no cars. Tesla's delivering a million cars a year. So the real thing that's going on about Rivian, this is the gossip. This is why I would really never buy Rivian. Like, okay, first of all, the valuation's insane, but I just think they're going to have to have this sort of like failure moment. Everything's been too good in Rivian's history. They've raised money. Everyone loves them. They're all getting these hype. You know, it's just all been easy breezy. We're doing a, a, you know, we're getting this amazing press. Amazon has FOMO. So they're writing us a $2 billion check and they're just hiring like crazy. Like I went to the Rivian, I, I toured their factory. It's like, It's just, like, nothing could go wrong. Everything's a little too clean. Everything's sparkling. Like, everyone doesn't have this sense of urgency and intensity. Like, if you go to the Tesla factory, it was intense. People were beefing. You are hearing stories about people who couldn't make it because they quit because it was too hard. Elon was pushing them like crazy. Like, Rivian has none of that. So I think Rivian, maybe... Tesla's already paved the way. They've already you know, established the battery supply chain. They've already proven EVs are a thing. Investors are giving you the benefit of the doubt now. But I think Rivian is gonna have to go through this G-check moment of the press is gonna give them bad articles. The stock price is gonna go down. Employees are gonna get pissed. They're gonna have to fire a bunch of people, cut down their expenses. And then that's when I wanna buy because that's the sort of like coming of age moment that you need to have that Rivian hasn't had. So um, I think if I was buying the stock at five to 10 billion, that would be fair. Um, to sort of price in all everything that's going wrong. But obviously the market doesn't agree with me. Like that's what's so interesting is you can have all these opinions, Rivian's overvalued, Rivian's this, but right now Rivian's at over $100 billion valuation up 30% today. So this is saying people want it. So I think the biggest um, thing that, that is so interesting about Rivian here, and we can go to the website, is their fleet thing. So the, the R1T and R1S, their pickup truck and uh, SUV, they're just not big enough markets to justify the valuation. But this sort of, you know, generic delivery van, which they don't put as an Amazon van here, which I thought is interesting. But this sort of delivery van fleet platform um, that they want to come out with to help companies do electric deliveries and powered by Rivian, I don't know. I think this has a lot of potential. This is a product, once again, a product segment that Tesla's not addressing. So I think that's the most genius thing we think about Rivian, you know? Lucid, worth 70 billion. I also think they're gonna have a rubber meets the road moment and their stock's gonna crumble as they try and scale. But what's Lucid doing? They're copying Tesla. Rivian is finding its own niche. They're not going after what Tesla's going after. They're going after the uh, electric adventure vehicle. They're going after these electric delivery van concepts. Those are two things Tesla does not have on the market yet. So I think that's a great thing. Um, But eventually Tesla will have those on the market. So I don't know how long that advantage lasts. All right, we've got five minutes left here. Um, Let me see if y'all have any questions about this. Um, But long story short here is I think we've got way too much excitement for Rivian, too much benefit of the doubt given to them because of Tesla's success and a dramatically overpriced equity. We're looking at a company that's losing a billion dollars a quarter. That's going to take years to scale to, to 10 billion in revenue you know, years to scale to that, yet you're already pricing in so much success from that. So, um, so, yeah, I think this is crazy. Yeah, Arcimoto, obviously I'm biased and I'm on the board of Arcimoto, but Arcimoto already delivered, you know, they're worth 500 million and they've delivered a couple hundred vehicles already. Um, so it's just interesting to see how, and Rivian right now is worth more than Ford and GM, like combined almost. So you have a company that's basically never delivered a car to a customer, Rivian. And Ford and GM, these companies that are around 100 years, and they're delivering millions of cars, but they're worth less than Rivian. So this is, a, this is why I kind of wanted to go live and just document this moment because it's so... Um, the financial markets are sending such a strong signal. We want new startups. We want a blank slate of innovation. We want um, only electric vehicle companies. We, and, and Tesla's proven... See, this is where Rivian is, is going to have its thing. And Tesla has been able to justify insane profit margins for building cars. Unheard of. That's why they're computer on wheels. Tesla's broken the mold. And this is why Tesla's worth more than every car company combined, because they've broken the mold for how profitable it can be to build a car. But that was really hard to do. So Rivian has not shown any of that. We're going to break the mold for how profitable it is to get build a car, yet they're being valued with that mold being broken. So that's the biggest risk to Rivian is how do you know they're not like a GM or Ford that's just not that profitable when they build cars and that you're going to give them all the benefit. Like, I don't know. I just think this is... But on the other hand, I think about it and I'm like, well, who's going to beat Rivian? Like Tesla can't sell every EV, right? Like literally it can't just... I mean, maybe it could be, but... That just seems ridiculous. There's gotta be other players that win that accrue value in this space. Um, but at the same time, the smartphone wars, like you have Android and Apple, that's about it. So. Um, I see a huge opportunity. Okay, so the other thing about Rivian, you go, okay, let's let's get into some gossip, right? It's been a little bit boring. I'm just saying their stock's overvalued. Let's let's talk about some gossip for Rivian. You want to know why the market is valuing them at $100 billion, even though there's no way that their pickup or SUV could justify this because they have the vans. The market's saying that's going to be big. They're going to get into this rally car, this like secret generation three rally car thing that's like a Model Y. Um, but Rivian's version. So that has a much bigger addressable market. So the market's already scheming on that. The other thing they're going to get into is bigger trucks, like semi-trucks. That's right. I think Rivian is going to get into semi-trucks and partner with Amazon there. Look how many semi-trucks and and huge trucks Amazon Prime has. This is a no-brainer. Rivian's going to try and launch their own version of the Tesla Semi as well. That's where I think they might fail because it's all about specs and Tesla just has better technology. But this is why Rivian is such an interesting play. They are, as much as they're telling you they're this cute electric adventure vehicle company, and they are, they're much more an electric skateboard company. They're this company. They're they're d- building this electric skateboard platform that's for every other vehicle. So it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds in the long term. And if you have Rivian and Tesla both competing with this electric skateboard, does that pressure margins? You know, Elon Musk has said autonomy will become commoditized and that Tesla's true advantage will be manufacturing. So then you have to go, well, how much better is Rivian gonna be at Tesla manufacturing? I don't know. But on the flip side, the opportunity is massive. The opportunity is so massive. Like I heard this thing that was like, the phone market was like 50 billion before Apple went in. Now they're a trillion dollar company. The car market's already a trillion dollar market. Now we're smartphoning that or smart carring that. Does that mean it gets way bigger? Does that mean there's multiple trillion dollar companies that are in there? I think you have to believe yes if you're buying Rivian stock today. Um but honestly, my opinion on Rivian stock, it's about to close here. Let's let's see how this close goes. This could be exciting. Um, is It has this pop. It will come down dramatically. I think there's going to be a lot of bad headlines. Once reporters start figuring out that they can get a lot of clicks on their articles for saying how Rivian's failing, a lot of articles are going to come out about that. That's going to hurt the stock price. Um, and then Rivian will have, it's sort of come the Jesus moment where they have to figure out how to build thousands of cars and do an amazing job at it. Otherwise, the market is going to crush them. So this is why this is so fascinating. Like, it takes guts for Rivian to IPO. Like, they are having so much scrutiny. They are doing this as deliveries are ramping. Like, this is a gutsy move for Rivian. And um, I don't know. I'm very curious to see how it goes. I think... They kind of had no choice, though. I mean, this is why I think RJ Scaringe, like, he's not Elon. Like, he's never sold a company. Like, he's never had a success. He's just been running Rivian. And it seems like it's going well now. But it's like, okay, now you actually have to do something. Now you can't just raise money. This is a totally different skill set for a CEO. um, Versus, so, I don't know. I haven't been able to drive a Rivian yet. So, I haven't seen it. The reviews that are coming out do look good, though. So, I got to give them credit for that. Um, Rivian compared to Lucid's valuation, I would say Rivian and Lucid are about the same boat right now, valued at like 50 to 100 billion, just delivering a couple hundred vehicles. So, that'll another thing will be interesting to see who's ramping faster, Rivian or Lucid. Um, are short sellers going to start pouncing on these stocks just like they did on Tesla? Um, I don't know. Okay, we, it closed. So, it looks like Rivian, or I think that's market should be closed now, at around $151 a share. So, Yeah, let me know in the comments what you think you would buy Rivian at and what math justifies it. Like I'm so, 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 so curious. Um, Yeah, the earnings call will be fascinating to listen to for Rivian. My favorite part about this is the way I invest and learn about companies, like it's all about case studies, right? Um, I think that's the best way to approach investing. You can learn from every business. Every Every business is unique and different and you can study them um, as these individual case studies to become a better investor. So even though I would never invest in Rivian right now, because a, I'm broke, but b, like I would invest in them if the valuation was like three billion. Honestly, maybe at three billion. I don't know. Even then, I'm like, that still seems pricey. So that's like genuinely like, but maybe I'm too old school, like too value investing here, and I just am tying it too much to what Tesla was worth, which in retrospect was an amazing deal. But and maybe the market's saying we're not going to reprice that. But genuinely, I think. Rivian is 20 times overvalued for where they are right now. Like literally 20 times more expensive than what I think the fair valuation for this company would be. I think they're worth 5000000000 billion. They're trading for $100 billion. So yeah, Rivian's worth more than SpaceX. So we could look at this I think your best case scenario is Rivian stock stays flat for like three years, maybe goes up and down a little, maybe hits 200, comes back down to 150 and lets them grow into this valuation. That's like your best case scenario of Rivian stock is like it holds at this level until they backfill their financials in this valuation. The worst case is this just starts crumbling as the bad news comes out and it starts to hit its more fa- for fair valuation of 5 to $10 a share. So... um. And, you know, they're putting a lot of pressure on themselves with these these growth targets. Saying you're going to deliver a thousand vehicles by the end of the year um, is going to be a very difficult challenge for Rivian to do. And I wonder if them not hitting that goal could backfire or if if they know they can do it. Um, Another interesting thing about Rivian that's gossip is Ford was building all of their cars. Like originally, like all of their like mules or like cars that went around was an early investor. Um, And then they sort of veered away with that. And so um, RJ is no engineer CEO. That's going to be the test. Is RJ enough of an engineer to pull this off? Like, I don't know. I feel like there's so much like up in the air about that. Um, I don't know. Should I have a hotter take on this IPO? I don't know. I've kind of said everything I think. But um, my gut tells me the market is kind of ludicrous with this valuation, but this is not Nikola. That's the other thing. Like, unlike some of the other companies where I think it's a lot of, like, disingenuous marketing, they're trying to scam you, Rivian's not a scam. They're just a company that was at the right place at the right time that got a bunch of momentum that now is overvalued. Big difference between overvalued and crappy company. I think Rivian is actually could be a great company, but they're a victim of their own success and they're a little too lazy because they got so big so quickly and had so much free, cheap money. But deep down, I think their DNA, their product, their mission... RJ, they have a chance to pull this off. So um, gossip on the reliability and quality issues, not that much gossip I've been hearing um, other than like they're rushing and cutting some corners, but I don't know if that's just what every company would do at their stage. Um Anyway, this is my analysis of the Rivian IPO. Let me know what you think in the comments. We're going to keep following it. But this is, I'm I'm impressed. They pulled this off, 100 billion plus. Major congrats to Rivian. Huge news. But now this is where the rubber meets the, the road. This is where the hard work starts. Let's see if Rivian can pull it off. All I got to say is that this is ugly. It's going to take years for this to turn around. Years for this chart to stop losing money like years and years and years and they're way too bloated and they're burning through like a billion plus a quarter like that is insane for for what this is so um just remember that if you're buying rivian ipo be careful out there nothing i say is financial advice these are just my opinions but i think rivian's 10 20x are valued anyway but i i gotta say the other good thing about this silver lining is it's amazing for the green revolution to see the amount of appetite for companies that are trying to tackle climate change and build electric solutions to the market, this is sending a signal to every entrepreneur, to every company out there, that there is huge appetite for companies that are electrifying stuff, that are making things greener, that you can pull off $100 billion IPO with just an idea to make the world better. So I think in the long run, like this is such a bright moment for capitalism because Tesla won, Tesla proved that this can be a thing, and now the financial, and because Tesla was so successful, because Elon Musk is the go, there is so much appetite and demand to try and scrap onto the next Tesla that that's why we've got Rivian here. Um, it's just Tesla FOMO explains all of this. It's people who didn't get into Tesla. It's people that are watching Tesla that think this is a hole in the uh, you know home run to be the next one. That other quote that I will leave you with for Peter Thiel. This is a good. This is a going to be a good one. Um, The next Bill Gates is not building Microsoft. The next Mark Zuckerberg is not building Facebook. The next Elon Musk is not building an electric car company, right? We already have the computers on wheels company that's changing the world. That's electrifying everything. It's called Tesla. If you want the next Tesla, you should be looking in agriculture. You should be looking in gene editing. You should be looking in space technology. You should be looking at a different industry that doesn't already have its Steve Jobs figure with its Apple S company that's already changing that industry that's got that you're competing head to head with. There's no company I would rather there's the worst place I could ever be as an entrepreneur is entrepreneurs competing with Elon Musk and Tesla. And at the end of the day, that's what Rivian's doing. They're gonna be competing with Tesla on the delivery van, on the electric pickup truck. And I think that is so much financial risk and pressure that there's no way I'd buy the stock. Um, especially at these prices. Anyway, this is hyperchange. I'll see y'all next time. Um, Love y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Rivian IPO. Crazy times, right? 100 billion. Who would have thought? Peace.